And what does that mean, whitewashed tombs? Well, whitewash is just basically something that's painted white. And a tomb is something where something dead is inside. And so he said, basically, you're just a, you're just an open tomb, but you've been painted white on the outside so that you look all nice and clean. But really, inside, you just have death and destruction and despair. Because that's what, that's what religiosity does. That's what just following a set of rules and regulations and, and saying that I'm a religious person or I'm a Christian because I believe this or that. But Jesus is really saying, you know, if you really want to enter the kingdom of God, you're going to listen to my words that says, repent from your evil ways, humble yourselves and pray and seek my face. Then you're really going to move in the ways that God has for you. You're really going to do the will of your father. Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Virtual Sanctuary. Be strengthened today with the truth of God's love so that you can say to your families, your friends, your co-workers, and your social media worlds, I will be your church. Your host for today's episode is Ben Church. Hello, today we're talking about the parables of Jesus, and this is the parable of the two sons. And this is found in Matthew 21, starting in verse 28. Jesus is saying, What do you think? A man had two sons. And he went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. And the son answered, I will not. But afterward, he changed his mind and went. And he went to the other son and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir. But he didn't go. Which of the two did the will of his father? And his disciples said, The first. Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes go into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even when you saw it, you did not afterward change your minds and believe him. So what is Jesus talking about here? First, let's put a little bit of context. John the Baptist came to the Jews, and he was a precursor to Jesus, preparing the way of the Messiah to, to come to the Jews, that this was a, a new covenant God was making. And John the Baptist preached repentance. So he was preparing the Jews to get right with God, turn from their wicked ways, because God was going to do a new thing. And that's when the Messiah showed up, Jesus himself. And the Jews who were God's chosen people, the righteous people, the Pharisees, the teachers, the, the lawyers, the leaders of the Jewish people, they did not receive John. Now, isn't that, isn't that so bizarre that God would send a prophet, a preacher to his people and they rejected him? They did not listen to his message. And what was the message that they rejected? Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. That means God's doing something right now, and it's time to, for you to get right with God. Isn't that just a message that's still being preached today? I, I hope it is. I hear that in my own life, that God's telling me that, speaking that to me constantly, that I should always be in a repentive mode, always turning towards God and away from the ways of the world. That's just a common thread that God is always speaking. But God's chosen people, the Jewish people whom he had a covenant with over all the different nations of the world. The only nation he had a covenant with was, was the Jews. 
and his own people rejected this prophet John the Baptist. And so Jesus is saying that you rejected the word of God. God was reaching out to you and you rejected him and you're not going to enter the kingdom of heaven. But he said, the actual prostitutes, the sinners, the tax collectors, the loan sharks, uh, the people who were, who were evil actually heard that message and they said, yeah, I want to get right with God. And they're going into the kingdom of heaven. And he related that to two sons. One son his father told him, hey, go work today out. Go, you know, go take out the trash. Go do your chores today. And the one said, said, I'm not going to do it. But actually, later on, he thought, you know, I better do it. And it's my job. I'm, I'm going to do it. And he did his chores that day. The other son, he said, I'm going to go do it, Dad. Don't worry about it. And then he never ended up doing it. <laughs> and the whole point of the story was one son actually did the will of the father. And that's the one who obeyed. It didn't matter what he said. It actually mattered that he listened to his father and got the chores done that day. So it doesn't matter what you say as a human being. It matters what you do. It do even though it does matter what you say in life, you know, words have consequences. But words are just words in a sense. It matters what you believe and what you take action on. And when God says something in your life, you might say, yes, God, I, I, I hear you saying that. But if you don't take any action, if you don't follow through and do what God is telling you to do, those words just, they fall away. Nothing happens in your life. The plan that God has for you will not be realized. But those people who maybe don't live like you do, maybe are sinful people who are living in the world, they'll hear that message and they'll say, you know what? God's reaching out to me. I hear that. He has a plan for me. And I'm just going to believe that and I'm going to do it. And they'll enter into the kingdom of God before a so-called Christian or a religious person. Because a religious person is only concerned about maybe rules and regulations and, and looking good instead of being good in the heart. In fact, Jesus goes on in another passage to talk to those same people, the same Pharisees or the religious leaders of that time. And he called them whitewashed tombs. And what does that mean, whitewashed tombs? Well, whitewash is just basically something that's painted white. And a tomb is something where something dead is inside. And so he said, basically, you're just an open tomb, but you've been painted white on the outside so that you look all nice and clean. But really, inside, you just have death and destruction and despair. Because that's what, that's what religiosity does. That's what just following a set of rules and regulations and, and saying that I'm a religious person or I'm a Christian because I believe this or that. But Jesus is really saying, you know, if you really want to enter the kingdom of God, you're going to listen to my words that says, repent from your evil ways, humble yourselves and pray and seek my face. Then you're really going to move in the ways that God has for you. You're really going to do the will of your father, not just by saying, yeah, I'm a Christian. How many people have you heard just say, well, I'm a Christian, but really they, they just live like sin. You know, they just live like a good Christian on Sunday, but the rest of the week, they're just trash. They just destroy all the things around them. They just live in sin. In fact, uh, one friend I have said to me one time, he just thought Christians were such hypocrites because he would go out and party with them all on the weeks and, you know, the weekend nights or Saturday night, and they would just be doing some filthy things, filthy, disgusting, worldly ways, these so-called Christians. 
and then one time they invited him to church the next Sunday, and they're sitting in the front row singing hymns, acting like they're all cleaned up. You know, they put on their best suit. But this was back in the you know late 80s, 90s, when everyone wore suits to church still. And they'd be on the front row singing songs and pretending like, and he, and he was sitting there, and he never would go back to church after that because he would look at those Christians, and he said, I know what you did last night. I know the way you were acting last night. And here you're trying to act holier than everybody else around you. Oh, you're a hypocrite. And uh, he, he just got so offended by that. And it just really drove home to me the importance of really doing God's will in our lives. God has a plan for us. He has a perfect will that we can walk in, that we can realize each and every day. But we can't just say, yeah, God, we want to do your will and then just go live in a different manner. No, we have to be listening to the Lord. And then we have to be obedient to do what he says to do. And that's really the heart of what I'm trying to do in my life, is to hear the voice of God through his scriptures and to seek his face, but then actually to do what he tells me to do. If he corrects me in my life, he says, son, you got to deal with this. Yes, sir, I will deal with it and then deal with it. Right then. Not wait and just put it off and keep struggling. No, when God brings something to your to light to you, to your attention, deal with it right then. In another parable, we talked about unforgiveness. You've got to deal with that. Don't just harbor that and hold on to that and, and let it fester. No, deal with it. So let's pray today. This is my prayer for you. Heavenly Father, I pray that as hearing your words today, that we would be doers and not just hearers only. As you speak to us, Lord, and correct us and lead us, may we hear that, may it enter into our hearts, and may we take action in faith, doing the things that you're telling us to do. We don't want to be a son who, who doesn't do the words of his father. We don't want to be a liar or a hypocrite or just a whitewashed tomb, Father. We want to be something full of life and light and actually have your goodness on the inside of us and actually be a good example to all the world around us, living in love and in faith and in righteousness. Father, that is our prayer today. We're hungry and thirsty for righteousness. We just pray that we would be filled with truth today, that you would enlighten us and that we would take action and be a force of good and love in the earth around us, not necessarily on a national or a global stage, Father, but right here in our homes, in our workplaces in our marketplace lives, in our relationships, Father, that we would begin to walk and talk in love and in truth, and that we would give you glory in all the areas of our lives. Thank you for that, Lord. We believe that, and we choose to do it today in Jesus' name. Well, go out and have a great day. Know that you can do the will of your Father in heaven. If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Please subscribe so you never miss a day, and then share it with your friends. Check out our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com, to learn more about us, check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become part of this church family movement.